while your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. You gotta release the bad vibes. Just gotta. I know everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's a Monday! Oh, it's Monday!" I like Monday. I, I'm ambivalent to Monday, but I'm not like. I get to go back on the radio. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This this job's made it easier for me to like uh, to appreciate Mondays more. Honestly. Yeah. Um, because stuff happens over the weekend. You think, I wish the microphone was on right now. Yeah. Right. Or I wish I kept my old show. You know. I could have kept it. I know you could. I could have kept it. I would have been here six days a week. But you don't want to be wouldn't, here. That, wouldn't that wouldn't that have been great? Well, I having been here six days a week before, um, particularly in the summer, when I had my show on five days a week and, and then, then I would fill in for ten, 10 yeah. Right. And um six days is tough. It's a lot. Five is a lot. So five is a lot. <laughs> five is a lot. So anyway, uh but we're here. Welcome to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus Farrell. I'm Chris McCarthy. We, so we got some stuff today. Yeah, we got some stuff today. First of all, 9 p.m., Jeff Deal's calling in, the GOP gubernatorial candidate. Uh, he's calling in at 9, so we'll get a chance to talk to him. Until then, we've got open phone lines, and we're taking your call at 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on and talk to us. What we did want to start the show off with is this story, of course, you know, the show, I think, has be, kind of become ground zero for covering the sheriff's race. Right? I agree. And the goings-on at the sheriff's department. So, I mean, we had Tom Hodgson on for two hours uh, a week ago or two weeks ago. We ha- uh, and He took your calls. We had Paul Harreau on for a couple hours. He took your calls last week. And so, and we have the debate coming up this Saturday, which is... No. This Wednesday. Right. I- it is. It is Monday. <laughs> this Wednesday we have the debate. Imagine that everybody's tuning in. Like, it, I would have corrected you before. This then. Saturday, everybody's like, I, I would have fixed it. Calling in to Jess or Ken, like, where's the debate? I might have waited till the ride home to go, Marcus. By the way, we're not working Saturday. <laughs> this Wednesday. This Wednesday. A couple of days from now. This Wednesday, which you is, could start popping your popcorn. It'll be fresh. Don't yeah, exactly. This Wednesday, seven p.m. To 9 p.m. Although they could still be here till Saturday, Marcus. They could be here till Saturday. Yeah. It'll be commercial free. Peeling them off the walls. Right? Yeah. So (laughs) this Saturday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., we're going to have both sheriff candidates in the sheriff himself, Tom Hodgson, the challenger, Attleboro Mayor Paul Harreau. They're going to be in from 7 to 9. It's going to be commercial free. And uh, from 8 to 9, you get to call in. Right. You have to call in and ask them a question. If you don't ask them a question, I will drop you. If you take too long to answer the question, I will drop you. So just ask them the question. Guys, the, the, the reason, the, what Marcus is trying to say is be courteous to, the, to your fellow callers, all right? 
Um, we're going to try to get as many people in as we can. And you're not going to trap them by, by setting up the question with some preamble. It's just not going to work. Yeah. I know what you're trying to do. I can appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but it's a waste of your time, a waste of it, of your of your fellow callers. And if you call in and, and say, I work for the uh, the part, if I, wor- I work for the town of Attleboro or I work for the sheriff, I'm going to drop you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so don't do that either. So guys. Because that happened really, last time. Really, it's just pretty good. Think about this way. You've seen the soup Nazi, right? Yeah. On Seinfeld. Yeah. Just move forward, state your question. <laughs> right? You, you want some jambalaya? You come back one year. Right. You want some jambalaya? Right. Right. Minestrone. You're right. pushing your luck, little man. Right. There you go. There you go. So consider Marcus. And the reason he has to do it that way is because, um, first of all, I, I took one step back from handling the phone calls so that Marcus would be the bad guy. But I feel bad when you guys feel like he's a bad guy because he's just trying to make it fair for everybody, all right? It's the only way we can really manage this. Marcus was the one who came up with the commercial free idea for two hours, yeah. right? So we got a sponsor to handle that. Management agreed with it. Management loved it. We'll Remember, see how much a, I regret that decision. It's a, for, well, it's a for-profit <laughs> radio station. So the fact that we're doing that just shows you how far we're going out of a way to make it as really good as possible, as, as, as interesting as possible for you folks, and to give you as much time. So as I said, please just be courteous of the person waiting behind you. Because, by the way, the person waiting behind you might just as likely want to ask the same bludgeoning question, type of question of the same candidate that you want to. So if you think about it that way, your side's going to get more time if you take less time. That's the best I think we can do right now, Marcus. Right? I think for now that's All warning good. aside, we'll just be disappointed by them. Yeah, exactly. No, we're going to keep doing this. I'll do it tomorrow, and I'll do it before the before you get to call in, and uh, no one will listen anyway. Everybody just be like, just try to, well, you know, listen to me. I'll back tell when, you. Back when I worked for the back Department when of I, Corrections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a sheriff myself for 30 years. When I patrolled the border <laughs> of Canada. <laughs> so, I'm trying to get the guy's voice down. So anyway, um, so let's let's move on to the things Marcus, happening I really now. love your show. <laughs> So anyway, so Marcus, today so we today so today, um, there's a story that broke. So we know about the we know about the suicide at the Ash Street Jail of Adam Howe, who was the guy accused of setting his mother on fire in his front lawn in Truro, and he later killed himself by asphyxiation by stuffing his nose and his mouth with toilet paper. Um, we had Sheriff Funchett on day or two before that, that news, a uh, day or two after that news broke yes. and he explained his, he, he explained his side of the story, said that they weren't basically that they weren't given, uh, any notice from Cape Cod hospital that this person was, um, suicide, expressing any suicidal ideation and that, um, they, he had been cleared for police custody. Right. And that they had actually taken uh, extra procedures, given the fact that he didn't he didn't require any by law or by statute, given the given that he had been cleared for police custody. Right. But right. one of the lieutenants felt because it was such a high profile case. Yeah. Um, that the guy um, and that the guy you know, was involved with possibly killing his mother. Um, so he put him in a, in a special type of suicide-proof suit. Yes, um, called a Ferguson. A Ferguson. Yeah, right? it can't rip, it can't tear, or anything like that. So, um, and he was on a 15-minute rotating watch. Now, you know, you could say someone with that level, uh, someone, someone that with that with who's been accused of something that's heinous, 
maybe should have been on a constant eyeball. But, you know, the sheriff maintains that uh, he they they got the they got the clearance. They went further. They went above and beyond what they had that what they had uh, been what they were required to. Right. The psychiatric staff, the medical doctors down at uh, Cape Cod Hospital cleared him. Yeah. Um, and um, when they when he showed up at, at the House of Correction, which, again, I, I do think, Marcus, we learned a lot that we that we really didn't know. The fact that the Barnstable County is closed. Yeah. Um, then on around uh, on the weekends or after hours, because remember, this was a Sunday that happened um, and that Tom takes them in. Um, so they showed up. They said um, he was cleared for police custody and then the guy killed himself. Uh, it's a terrible story. So now we have um, all the way around terrible story. It's a terrible story. It becomes more terrible with this revelation that there was that same night, six minutes before Adam Howe had been discovered um, dead in his in his cell, that there was another suicide attempt that it uh, attempt, meaning this person didn't actually follow through with with it. Um, and her name was uh, Ashley Marie Gonzalez. Uh, she. This is reported on by Ben Burke uh, at the Publix Radio, which is uh, Rhode Island's NPR. Um, he's the South Coast Bureau uh, reporter. I see Ben at a lot of um, every every South Coast thing I go to, every big event. Like the uh, last time I saw him in person uh, was when we were at the more healing Kim Driscoll's visit to to uh, New Bedford. So, um, ben, and we appreciate Ben. Ben's a Ben's a good reporter, and, and uh, he also does the right thing. Yeah, he, he got a lot of this story from our interview, Tom. Yeah, and um, he went out of his way to credit th- this radio station yeah. and and this particular show, despite the fact that we're a direct competitor. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you you have to appreciate someone's professionalism for that. Right. I agree. And so when I read the man's work, um, I read it with an eye towards someone who says this guy gives his competitors credit. Yeah. Right. He's got a lot of credibility, in my opinion. I agree. So uh, he writes this story, um, Ashley Marie. So this is the this is the unreported suicide. Ashley Marie Gonzalez, six minutes before uh, they discovered Adam Howe, they had stopped the suicide of Ashley Marie Gonzalez, who had attempted to hang herself uh, with, I think, a bedsheet. Yeah. Uh, yes, it was with a bedsheet. Now, her side of the story is that she had um, she had repeatedly told them that she needed her she needed her prescription psychiatric meds, and they had ignored her orders or not her orders her request for um, uh, psychiatric meds. Uh, she also said when they cut me down, they attempted to wake me up. They were screaming, "Get the f up!" and banged me off the wall. Uh, and kept saying. That um, the, they said another. She said uh, they kept saying, "I thought I could get out of trouble this way." If it was some twisted joke to to attempt to get out of trouble, she also accused uh, the guards of threatening to pepper spray her. Um, apparently, and so uh, then she was, I believe, sent to. I want to say she was sent to St. Luke's Hospital afterwards. So, so, so Marcus, when when I read this story. I, um, it's I, worth noting, by the way, before you before yeah. you comment, it is worth noting that um, Ben Burke reached out to Tom Hodgson for comment, and Tom Hodgson's office, Tom Hot, Tom Hodgson Nora's office initially never responded uh, a request for comment. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. about the suicide before uh, he got um, he got Miss Gonzalez on the record. There's another line in that story that that I thought was interesting, where he, where he points out that when Tom came on to discuss the um, I guess you call it successful suicide attempt, which is not, yeah. you know, which not to make light of it, but to differentiate between the two, um, that he didn't mention this. Yeah. I don't understand how Tom would have, under what context would he have mentioned it? Would, would, he, would he have said, well, that one happened, but you know, that night we also stopped someone from killing himself. Yeah, you know, maybe. Would it be, I, it would seem to me to be a very odd thing to comment on. And I don't know how often the sheriff's office announces other failed suicide attempts. So here's what I was thinking with that. Um, I it, it it might be strange, but there was a very high profile suicide that had just happened. Right. You've got to figure people are going to be looking into this. Uh, people are going to be, you know, looking into this. I think very closely. Um, maybe get ahead of it. And say, well, actually, we actually prevented another suicide from happening that evening. So it's to I, me that would be an odd thing for Tom to say. Um, in fact, I would, I think, I would have been taken aback if he had said that, because I would have thought, I'm sure you stop suicides all the time. But did he? It doesn't count. But did he think that? The thing is, is did he think that it wouldn't be discovered? Because, I mean... How often do we... How often... When you say discovered, it's, I don't think they were trying to hide it. I mean, people try to kill themselves, I think, all the time in various facilities. Specific, particularly in Bristol County, based on the numbers. When they succeed, um, I, it's, it's an isolated incident in the sense that it's a standalone incident. Yeah. Right? If someone succeeds in killing themselves, you don't then try to claim victory by saying, well, yeah, but we, someone else didn't get killed himself. I think it would be would have been a really odd thing for him to say. Don't you think if I said to you, well, yeah, but that guy died. But you know what? Someone else didn't die that night. I've, I think I think the, the general feeling is that they're always stopping suicides. 508-996-0500. You don't get credit for doing what you're supposed to do. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program if you want to comment on this. So um, maybe I, I just think that, you know, people are going to find this out anyway. Um, but, you, but but the way you say I that, I think Mark, it looks... It, 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 tell me what you think. because it, 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 seems, it seems a couple of things don't sit right with me. I, he could have actually... I think he would have been... I think it would have been reasonable in this context, especially with the heightened scrutiny that he's that he got after adam howard killed himself he'd gotten some heightened scrutiny from people in the media from his opponent um that well, but his opponent admitted he didn't even know the details but he commented on it which i thought was completely outrageous well there was the the new england report back in uh the new england investigate the center for investigative reporting uh, that came out um uh, a couple, a few years ago, that had basically said that, um, you know, Bristol County had a quarter of all suicides. I think it would have been reasonable for him to say that same evening we prevented a suicide from happening. So is this is this, this isn't a pattern? It's an isolated incident in which we, you know, in, and it was out of our control. If when we have. You know, under the right, under these circumstances, we do prevent suicides. We prevent suicides all the time, and I think that would have been a good example, especially considering it would have came out already. The second thing, one second. The second thing that that's that's 
that I, I don't I don't quite understand is initially Hodgson doesn't respond Hodgson nor his office doesn't respond uh, to Mr. Burke for comment, and I've never known Sheriff Hodgson to not make himself available to the media and he immediately calls in after 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 ben Berg goes on with tim earlier this morning he immediately calls into tim weisberg's show so um i i would say without knowing more than just what you said about the response and non-response is that tom obviously values WBSM a lot more than he values uh, Rhode Island public radio um which i could be i I mean I, i appreciate that but the so the idea is that I don't think it's normal policy. In fact, I know it's not. I've been here for a long time. You've been here a long time. I've never seen reports from the sheriff on suicides that have been stopped. It's not something they talk about. No, I just thought in the light, uh, in the context of like this major high profile suicide happened um, of someone in their custody that happened six minutes earlier. It just seems it seems like a pretty big reveal to not get ahead of. Well, I think that I guess he could have said it in an effort to deflect away from the fact that a guy had died by saying, well, yeah, but we saved and someone it, else it, that night. Well, you can, you know, but, you know, he wouldn't phrase it that way. Obviously, I think he's pretty good at phrasing stuff like, well, you know, just before then we were preventing a suicide, even even speaking to maybe an issue of staffing. He could have said something like that because yeah, I think he hasn't. I think he actually has a pretty good out there uh, if he says, "Well, you know, considering uh, you know how short staff we are because of this, because of that, because we don't get money from the legislature or whatever." He could have he could have phrased it into a staffing issue. I'd wonder if it was because the circumstances around this woman's you know saving or or, or stop suicide was that these unflattering details might have been true. Wait, you you're crediting that woman's testimony? No, I'm not crediting it. I'm just saying it. she's she that's, said that's it. outrageous, Marcus. I got to be honest with you. That that woman is regular frequent flyer in jail. She's telling, making all kinds of accusations against the staff over there that seem outrageous to me. Seem completely crazy. She goes to jail for for um. She apparently her boyfriend has a restraining order against her. Um. She's texting him in violation of the restraining order. She gets sent to jail. While in jail, she demands anti-anxiety medication. That she, she has wants, a prescription for. She want, but but now she's in jail. Okay. Well, you, you don't know she has a prescription for. It. She they, says I mean, I mean, Ben Burke got her medical discharge papers and all of that, so he he had that on the record. So so anyone can do time with clonopins and Xanax cl- crossing through the bloodstream. She says, "If I don't get my, I want my medication." She then says, if I don't get it, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. And then she tries to kill herself. Okay. Right. So she then comes up with all these other details that she says happened, that they were going to pepper spray her, that they were going to, that they, that they were slamming her around on the walls, all kinds of things like that. Saying, wake the F up. Yeah. I, I don't, that's what she says. I, I don't know. I, I think that inmates tend to make up a lot of stories about what the guards do over there, what the, what the corrections officers, correct me, do over there. Um, I think when Tom came in, the linchpin of his statement, which I think was so important, was that he said, my staff didn't do anything wrong that evening, right? My staff did everything and more by the books. That that, that gentleman from 
the, down the Cape who, who died of suicide. According to the doctors, they cleared him. We had no paperwork on him being a suicide. My people still put him in the Ferguson. They put him on every 15-minute watch. We did everything and more than we could. He still killed himself, okay? He didn't at one point try to make an excuse. He didn't try to say, I don't have staffing because of the legislature. We were doing other things. He didn't do any of that. He said, I think my staff did everything they could, and how dare anybody criticize my staff yeah, for yeah. what they did. Yeah, yeah he's got to, I mean, he's got to stick by his staff. That's that's his, that's part of his job as, as the sheriff. Even if they even if they made a mistake, it's, it's, he's got to do that. It's a hallmark of a leader. He's got to do that, right. Um, well, I don't think you, if your staff made a mistake, I don't think you just cover it up. I think you 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 say, look, we'll do a review, something like that. But but Tom was adamant that in showing, I think, true leadership by saying, my staff did everything and more. What else would other people have done that we didn't do? That's a reasonable thing to do. And, and I, I recognize his, his opponent criticized him. But if you remember, Marcus, when we had his opponent in for two hours, he admitted he really didn't know what happened. He Which is a profound statement by, by the Harvard graduate to say, after making all these comments about the staff that I want to lead, I actually don't know what really happened. Yeah, That's I'm, what he said. I think he did make a more general comment about the high suicide numbers at the uh, Bristol County, yeah, in the Bristol County but, House but, yeah, of Correction. But, but, but specifically on the details of this case, which he criticized. Yeah. He said, I don't know what happened. That's what well, he said, Marcus. He didn't know as much as we did. You and me. Well, he, it was all the public record, though. Well, we yeah. know we don't know anything special. We're not in that jail. Yeah, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you can get on the program. Good evening. Uh, good evening, uh, Chris. So mm. you said that we shouldn't believe a word this woman says. Given that we've had, well, I don't two believe her. You can. I don't believe her. You can. Okay, but I think we've had two deaths in Astry just in the past two months. Nearly a third. We don't know what other ones we haven't even heard about. And well, I don't think there's anybody over there who's there dead that we haven't heard more, about. Well, all I'm saying is somehow this reporter got this story because a woman posted it on know, Facebook. We, That's how he got it. Someone sent him the. Someone sent him. Oh, the, someone sent it to him. Someone sent him the, the information that he needed. That someone sent him the the uh, the logs. Someone sent him the logs. That's what he said earlier on Tim's show today. Right. So I guess, so I guess, Chris, like, yes. here's, here's what I'm wondering, though, is I recognize that you're saying that because this woman is in jail, she's unreliable. Yes, but, I, think it's, I think it's standard. Yeah, yeah, but, but Chris, I hear what you're saying, and I think that we need to hear, like, I, given that more people die in Tom Hodgson's jail than in any other county in the rest of this state, even though we're nowhere near the biggest county in the state, I'm more inclined to believe what someone says because I think Tom Hodgson doesn't have a leg to stand on when he says he has the best suicide prevention um, in the country. It makes no sense. So someone's telling the truth, and I don't think it's Tom Hodgson because Tom Hodgson says we're the best at suicide prevention, and yet people die in his jails way more than in anyone else's jails. Mm. So well, I don't think Tom Hodgson tells the truth 100 percent of the time. I don't think maybe, you know, I don't know this woman. I don't know if she's telling the truth. Right. But given what we know about how often people die, I'm inclined to believe her. So um, and there's another source from that story 
that says suicide watch is just watch them commit suicide. Well, that that's what the inmates so, call it. But but again, again, that's hyperbole, and you know that because you're a smart guy. But but I would agree with you that I mean, like someone's telling the truth here, and I don't think it's Tom Hodgson when he says we're the best at like you're the best at causing inmates to commit suicide. That's just a fact. Well, like Brian, listen. I, what I would say is that is that any other sheriff in our in our state. That's what you're best at. What I, what I would say you are you are good at, good at the twist of phrase. I will say that the um, I'm jealous of. In fact, the um, but I would say that what we're talking about is the fact that actually Tom Hodgson's staff prevented a suicide. Is, in, they they actually were successful at doing it. By the fact that this oh, woman. Oh, hold on, let, 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 let Chris, hold on but one I mean, second, I mean, let Chris talk. The, what we're talking about here is not a suicide. We're talking about a woman who tried to commit suicide because she didn't get her anti-anxiety medication, which I understand can be really hell on earth for people who, who have uh, um, a habitual, because of their doctors giving it to them, they require it. It can be hell on earth not to have that stuff. I've seen people, like I'm sure we all have, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's hell on earth for people. I get it. Um, the um, but the fact of the matter is, and she did try to kill herself, which is awful. Um, but they prevented her from killing herself. So I would say, as sad as the whole story is, his staff did their job. You put this one in the win column. The fact that he didn't come on here and and take a victory lap for it um, doesn't seem like a reasonable criticism to me anyway i think it would have been really outlandish i would have been shocked i think everyone would have been rightfully if tom had come on and said yeah but that night we stopped someone from killing himself so it's kind of a win-win right i mean i, I you know it, it all washes out in the end right i mean I, I mean that would have been a really insensitive and and i i don't think it i think a, an important i think a distraction really the fact of the matter yeah. is as chris rock says you don't get credit for things you're supposed to do Right, I mean, it's it's terrible when someone succeeds at committing suicide, and I and I hate to be in the position of arguing uh, the 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 fact that I don't think that that it's fairly routine. Unfortunately, the um, the fact of the matter is is that in this particular case, Tom Hodgson staff stopped a suicide, and so I think that. We, and we don't hear about that often enough. It's like when they stop terrorist attacks. We hear every time the FBI catches some Muslim guy or some Irish IRA guy doing an act of terrorism. But they don't, they don't tell us about all the times they stop them, right, from doing it no, because it, it worked. Prevention worked. And I, I, like, listen, I'll clear the lines if you got other folks. But one thing I'm wondering about is, like, don't, like does, it, does it bother you a little bit, the lack of accountability? Like, one thing I've noticed with Hodgson when he defends himself is it's always someone else's fault. Why do we have so much reoffending in Bristol County? Well, we have fentanyl, but I guess Brockton and Lawrence and Holyoke, they don't have fentanyl. It's like, oh, we've got more drugs here than other places. Like, I don't know, there are other gateway cities, poor cities in Massachusetts. Um, you know, even like the tie, you may or may not think it's Confederate tie, but he says his wife bought it. Um, it comes to the suicide. Oh, it's Cape Cod Hospital. I mean, honestly, it sort of reminds me of like Charlie Baker's a mixer fix, uh, Mr. Fix It until veterans start dying by the dozens and the orange line doesn't run. Right? So, it's like, so I would say that I would say that I would say that what they're what what they're talking about with Cape Cod Hospital is going to be litigated. It's all going to come out. There's no way 
I mean, they, they, they signed off on the paperwork. The state police brought the guy here. Um, you, you're, you're not alleging a conspiracy between the hospital and the state police and Tom Hodgson and a massive cover-up. I know you're not. It's, it's a convenient thing in election year to say he's blaming it on everybody else. And as for his wife buying them a tie, I, I'm not married, but I don't think it's out of... My girlfriend buys me ties all the time. I don't think it's out of the question for someone... I, I actually can't even remember the last time I bought a tie for myself. I think it, ties are generally something other people you know bought buy for you, things like that. Um, Listen, I'm, I'm just saying, my taxpayer dollars... Jonathan Darling, the man's great at his job. He's he's very good at making sure we're looking anywhere else. So anyway, uh, listen. But like thanks for the Jonathan call. I appreciate Darling, it. He's earned every tithing he's got from my taxpayer dollars in Bristol County. <laughs> Thank, uh, thanks for the call. Yeah, appreciate he's a it. Spokesman for the sheriff. You guys have a great day. Thanks for the call. We're actually going to take this break. We'll be right back. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. So you can get on. Stay on the line. Fourteen twenty WBSN. Welcome back to South Coast tonight. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. So, guys, remember, um, we're talking about the sheriff uh, office and the race in general right now. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, folks, we're having the debate. Both Paul Haru and the sheriff, Tom Hodgson, will be here in the studio taking your questions. Mm. Um, again, not to beat a dead horse, but no preamble. Keep it tight, and um, we'll get as many of, as, of you in as we possibly can. And that's from 8 to 9, 7 to, nine, seven to 8. We get to ask them questions, and we'll allow them them to ask each other a couple questions, too. So that'll be something. But so it wouldn't hurt you to call at 7. Wouldn't hurt you to call at 7. To get in line. Just hang out, yeah. Right. So, um, anyway, um, I will say there was a column in the Globe by the editorial board, which is not a friend of Tom Hodgson's. Correct. Uh, that did place larger blame on for adam howe in particular place larger blame on like the system in general of mental health and how ash street jail isn't an appropriate place for someone like adam howe, who, who was like adam howe that he needed to be at bridgewater state hospital um and, and, and i forget there's something about bridgewater and i want to get get the details wrong because the details are important here and as i said this is all going to go to litigation um but i believe bridgewater rejected him if yeah, that's what did. I understand. They did. You know, the the they did. Uh, Barnstable apparently, and no one picked up the phone in Barnstable County. Isn't right, that amazing. So that you know, yeah, right. It is. It's 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 pretty negligible to say the least. Right, that no one in Barnstable County picked up the phone. But um, like the phone just rings, Mark. Isn't that amazing to me? Yeah, there's a guy who just who just was accused of setting his mother on fire and, and no one picks up the phone. It, it is pretty incredible. Now, I, I know Sheriff Cummings. He's on his way out. He's retired. Yeah. Retiring. There's an election right now for a new sheriff over there. Yeah. Um, hopefully that will be modernized. Yeah. You know? Um, but here, here's where we are. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I will say I'm interested to hear some, you know, some w what's going to be said in the debate about these uh, about about this whole thing or about suicide prevention in general. I, I did, you know, we did ask Sheriff Hodgson um, about, you know, the, the numbers of the sheer numbers of suicides that happened at Bristol County House of Correction. He didn't dispute the numbers when I was with him, and he said essentially that. He, he said he didn't say this, but I still listen to it. You know, I've listened to it a few times over. I can only, like, it's the only thing I can get from it is that people in Bristol County or in this region of the state are more likely to kill themselves than anybody else because of the things that are going on, like drug use and all of that. That wasn't a satisfying answer to me, but um, 
but he did say, you know, we're getting all these accreditations. We're doing everything we can. Uh, if you can ask these, you know, ask these people, you know, what, uh, what else are we doing? And they won't be able to tell you. So, um, it just, it, it is, it's a strange phenomenon that, 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 Bristol County makes up a, a quarter of this of the suicides, or has during a period of time made up a quarter of the suicides in the Commonwealth. So, I wonder, Marcus, because I was speaking to someone who's a a Democrat rep uh, from this area, um, and I, I I quite frankly asked them their, their their thoughts on this. Why? And they said to me, "Well, it's it's got to do with our population," which is very similar to what Tom said, and. Um, I said, well, what do you mean? Like, that? Wh- what does that mean, you know? Um, exactly. And um, they couldn't really explain it to me either. Um, is, do we have a higher suicide rate here in the general population than they do, say, in Suffolk County? I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I guess the general population is different than the people who are frequently yeah. in prison. I, I mean, the answer Hodgson gave to Tim today was that the, the data is now dated. Sheriff um, Hodgson, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, did I say? Just go ahead. So the the, um, the, 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 the data that, that Hodgson had said was, now, he said the data is now dated. It was five years ago and blah, blah, blah. He didn't dispute it. I don't know. It was weird. He didn't dispute it when he was talking to me about it. And then he decided, I'm going to dispute it now. Uh, it was... <laughs> I don't know. It was a it was, the, it was a little weird. the The whole thing was a little. It was. A, I'm not satisfied with the answer. Maybe we'll see what they say in the debate. I, I I frankly wasn't satisfied with the answer. Well, the the one thing that I that 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 again I I think was very in, very instructive um, when we had uh, Paul Haru as challenger and was he had been criticizing the staff over there that he, that he looks to lead and and the policies and procedures and the guy was body hadn't even gotten cold yet but when pressed he actually said i i really don't know what happened which i thought was interesting that he'd given all these quotes to the media but acknowledged that he was using as a political issue he doesn't really know um and and again i also thought it was very interesting that when he when and and i'm learning a lot more about paul haro but but just on this issue alone when i pressed him i didn't realize that he hadn't that he was a statistician for the Philadelphia jail system. Yeah. I thought he'd actually run the jail, worked in running, managing the jail. I didn't realize that he analyzed statistics. I thought he actually day-to-day ran the jail. Um, that That's what I, I was, I, I thought, I mean, I guess I, I, I heard what I wanted to hear, um, but I didn't realize that he just read over the statistics um, and then made, I guess, suggestions to the commissioner. Sure. I thought he actually ran the place because um, he kept saying he had Did more you? corrections facility, more corrections experience. Um, it sounded more like he was a, an academic, which is fine. His resume is fantastic yeah. for that, um, as opposed to yeah. in a leadership. I think he said team. actually specifically here that he was yeah he was doing he he was he he was running the the. Uh, data points for the Philadelphia correctional system and that his administrative experience comes from, you know, running a city. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No, no. I, I mean, I know he's the mayor. Yeah. Um, that's on dispute. That's, that's um, what he said. Yeah. And, and, um, but 
I didn't I, I didn't realize he didn't have any real so when he, when he was saying that he would have done an eyeball you know had eyeballs on him and all this other um, day-to-day operational stuff that he was suggesting they should have done over well, there I, I, I didn't realize he didn't have an experience with that. I would I would imagine working in a position like that that you're you're pretty well familiar with the policies of the of the of the correctional system. You might be you might be you might be in um and he, and he was and, and actually after, after that might be too broad of an assumption for, for it, I don't know if it was because for a time after that before he got elected state rep he actually worked in uh, consulting for um, for correctional facilities in the Commonwealth and he did work for the, the Department of Correction as well so I, I you know I, I don't I don't think I think to say he's unfamiliar with the policies given his experience in corrections I, I think is um, I, I don't know I I don't I don't think that's correct but five well, z- but, but but he's never actually run a jail five zero eight nine nine six oh five hundred I think he admitted as much good evening but it doesn't he's not selling himself as a guy who's never run a jail before good evening you're live oh Good evening. Um, I'd like to make just a, a little comment. I've been listening on your on the mental health issue um, in the area. Um, I graduated for nursing in 1976, and mental health issues were handled differently than they are today. It was in the mid-70s that um, they ch- they started to sh- uh, close down, like Taunton. Ma- ma'am, can you do me a favor? Ma'am, ma'am, yes. ma'am, can you yes. do me a huge favor? I've got sure. these two big commercial breaks. Can you call back in the 8 o'clock hour? We really want to hear this. We really want to hear this. Oh, okay, sure. All right, great. Okay, you got it. Thank right, you. Thanks, thanks so much. Call back, yeah. please. Yeah, i got to take these two big breaks. So New Bedford's News Talk Station. Tonight. So we're talking about um, the story that had come out by Ben Burke at Public Radio about the second suicide, or really first suicide, that had happened before Adam Howe, the guy who lit his, um, or was accused of lighting his mother on fire in Truro, uh, had killed himself. It was a suicide attempt. Uh, she, she had attempted to hang herself. Um, so, um, and that, that, that's all in the publicradio.org and actually there's some sound bites from our show that are, uh, that are, um, in it from our interview with Tom Hodgson on the suicide. It's really the reason we bring the whole, the whole thing up. I always, if you mention me, we'll bring it up on the air. <laughs> it's and a good I way only, to go. I only talk about myself. It's a good way to go. <laughs> it's a good way the, to go. The, um, no, no, it, no way, I, we're going to have that caller back because I think she's going to be very interesting to explain how the mental health stuff has evolved. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to call in, um, we're just, you know, we're really so 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 uh, so blessed to have such robust commercial breaks, um, and we're we're actually going to take one now. So if you want to call back in the eight o'clock hour to talk about this more, we're, we're definitely willing to hear you on it. And uh, we got Jeff Deal calling in at nine as well. So we great show ahead. Um, stay tuned. Why should you download the? Uh, give us a call at the in the uh, give us a call in the eight o'clock hour. We want to hear from you, and uh, yeah, enjoy the news break. Until then. That's it.